Then the devil took Jesus into the holy city. He set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will give his angels charge concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you don't dash your foot against the stone. And Jesus said to him, Again it is written, You shall not test the Lord your God. Preachers, stop testing the Lord your God. Don't be the devil. You're supposed to be the body of Christ. And let's discuss that on this episode of Wisdom's Cry. He is the creator and sustainer of all the worlds, whether those worlds are known or unknown to mankind. unclouded by hate. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? Does not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice? My name's Charlie, you might know me better, sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, and yeah, I have not been doing this show for a little bit because of, oh, let's just say I had to find my footing again. Not that I lost my faith, not that I had not didn't have anything to say. It's that I didn't know how to properly articulate the things that I wanted to say. So I've spent the last couple months in prayer and meditation and working on me and trying to find the best way to approach some of these topics because, oh, the church has fallen and it has fallen so hard. Matthew Fox, several years ago, called for a new reformation, and if ever we needed one, it's now. So why did I start with the second temptation of Christ? Because we're seeing it over and over and over again in our country right now, as a pandemic is raging through the land. We have so-called preachers, pastors, bishops, False prophets who have proven over and over and over again that they do not speak for God. Even bishops in the Catholic Church violating this very simple principle that Christ himself taught us. You shall not test the Lord your God. Yes, God is good. Yes, God is powerful. Yes, God is almighty. But if there is a plague going on, you stay home. You tell your flock to stay home. You start a podcast. You start a YouTube channel. You start having Zoom meetings. Whatever it takes to get people safe. Even if you feel that you still have to bring to them what you believe is the word of God, do it in a safe and sane way. No, God is not going to protect you if you do stupid things. And that's not because God doesn't like stupid people or anything like that. It's just the nature of the world. Miracles are rare 
If they weren't, we wouldn't call them miracles. We would call them happenstance. You know, something that just happens. Every day. They'd be regulars. Oh, I had a regular today. And to expect God to perform miracles because out of your own greed and stupidity, you decided to hold a church service. Out of your own greed and stupidity, you decided to bring people together when every one knows we need to stay apart. We need to distance, to stay safe from COVID-19. You bring people together. You go out face to face with people and you wonder why you die. No, God did not abandon you. You abandoned God. Sin is a barrier that keeps the blessings and grace of God from flowing to where it needs to be. So I ask you, why? Why are those who are supposed to be doing the work of God, those who are supposed to be spreading the word of God, those who are supposed to be the hands and voice of God in this world, not listening to Jesus? You claim to be a follower of Christ, and yet you're doing this? What is wrong with you? Oh, but Jesus walked amongst the lepers. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. But Jesus did not throw himself down from the temple. And that's what you are doing. Don't you understand? You have fallen for the temptation of the devil. Whether you believe in a literal Satan or not doesn't really matter at this point in time because this is literally a temptation of Christ. Look, you're so holy, nothing bad will happen to you if you go and do this stupid thing. No, 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 Jesus says. I'm not going to do the stupid thing. That's not how this works. That's not how we as spiritual people are supposed to react. And that is not how we as spiritual people respond to circumstances like this. That is not what we do. That is not how we do. And so here we are. Here we are in this day and age when people need spiritual guidance, when people need spiritual rest, when people need a place that they can go to and find home and peace and comfort, where they can find the love of God in these troubling times. And so many so-called pastors, preachers, and prophets are running around telling people it's going to be okay. I don't like calling people out by names, but Kenneth Copeland put on a theater troupe where he blew away COVID-19. Oh, you're going to blow it away, huh? That's how this works. Jesus just went up to a mountain and had his friends recite behind him like some kind of a Greek chorus. And leprosy is gone from the land. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. And if you studied and didn't just follow your ego, didn't just follow the almighty dollar, you would know that. But you don't. Because all you want is money. You cannot serve God and mammon. And it is so clear right now which God you have decided to serve. 
This really hurts me. This really upsets me. Because right now, in this time, like I said, people need spiritual guidance. People are seeking it out. The number of people that are searching for prayer and for answers is going up. It's skyrocketing. And that doesn't necessarily mean that people's religiosity is increasing. But people are desperately seeking. And when idiots and fools, when greedy wolves that roam amongst the sheep like this are out there giving the church a bad name, when they're out there giving Christ a bad name, it drives people away from the faith. Do you want to know why incidences of uh, atheism and agnosticism are on the rise? It's not science. It's not the culture war. Because I love science, and the more I study the cosmos, the more I study nature, the more affirmed in my faith I am that there is a mighty and amazing God who created and started all of this. No. No, it's because of people like you, you false prophets and false preachers, who care more about your money, your Jim Bakers. For goodness sakes, it's 2020, and we're still talking about Jim Baker going on TV and crying because he was selling snake oil in the name of God. And now his credit card processors won't process his credit cards anymore. And they're out to get him. They're against the Lord. No, they're not, Jim. No. No, they're not. You were hurting people. You were selling dangerous deadly lies on your show in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you got caught, and now you're getting punished for it. It's that simple. And I'm sorry, I don't want anybody to go bankrupt. I don't. But, you know, you shouldn't have been lying to people. And if you have gotten so far down in the conspiracy rabbit hole that you can't see truth from lies anymore? You need to go on a spiritual retreat, honey. You need to go somewhere where you can find the Lord again, because God is truth, God is love, God is wisdom, and God is not the author of confusion. And let me tell you something, every conspiracy theory is nothing but confusion. All of these people out there who serve the father of lies, whose God is Samael, and mammon. Ugh. You give the Lord a bad name. You give Jesus a bad name. And I'm tired of it. We need to wake up. We need, yes, we need a third great awakening. And it's to end, us, end the nightmare of evangelical Christianity. In the name of all that is holy. In the name of all that is good. I beg you, anyone listening to the sound of my voice, I don't care if you believe the same things that I do. I, I don't. I, I really don't. God's not going to give you some kind of a multiple choice quiz or an essay that you have to write when that day comes that we all pass beyond. All God cares about is that you love. That's it. Two commandments I give you, Jesus said. Two. And on them hang the whole law and the prophets, that you love God with all your heart, mind, and spirit, and that you love your neighbor as yourself. 
Now, I, I look at these preachers that are out there spreading all these false words. I look at all these preachers that are out there trying to enrich themselves and make a fortune off of the gospel of Christ. And that's not how any of this was supposed to work. Take only with you that which you need, Jesus said. If people don't support you, then go somewhere else and find someone who will. We're not supposed to be begging for money. We're not supposed to be living lavish lifestyles. And that is where the church went wrong, when the church met capitalism. Now, oh, my sisters, brothers, and siblings out there, listen to me. There is a God. No matter what these idiots are proving to the world, because their God is weak, their God is a God of darkness and shadows, our God is a God of light. And you've met God on more occasions than you know, because we've lost touch with the things of God. Every experience of love you've ever had is an experience of God. Whenever you seem justice, that is God. Beauty, victory, wisdom, intelligence. These are all from God. Everything in the universe is from God. God is in all things, and all things are in God. This is the message we were meant to share. Jesus went about teaching the gospel of the kingdom, not the gospel of prosperity. See, the gospel of the kingdom is very simple. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's even at the door. The kingdom is spread out amongst you, and you do not see it. The kingdom is here. It is now. We are all connected in ways that, frankly, are hard to understand no matter how much you think about them. There is no separation between us. There's no separation between you and me, and there's no separation between God and us. Only the ones we pretend are there. And if you don't think pretend barriers can do harm, look at national borders. Those are pretend lines on maps. And yet wars have been fought over them and people have died because people wanted to pretend that a line on a map meant something. No, the illusions that we allow to persist in our lives, they have power because we have power, because we are made in the image and in the likeness of God. Do not be fooled by these people that are telling you that they alone can save you. No human being can save another. God is the source, the beginning and the end of all salvation. God is the beginning and the end of all healing. And yes, God heals. But do you know the number one tool that God sent us to heal? It's not the preacher. It's the doctor. It's the nurse. It's medical science. Because knowledge is of God. All knowledge is of God. All healing is of God. That power in the pill to make you well in the IV drip, in the doctor. And that is the power of God moving in this world to heal people. And yes, sometimes, 
Sometimes miracles happen. I've seen them in my own life. I know that they happen. But why? <laughs> well, that's a topic for another time. Because it's a mystery. They're hard to know. They're hard to predict. If they weren't, they'd be science. And we'd have entire fields of medicine dedicated to miracles. But we don't because they're rare. And they're rare because the power and grace of God flows into this world and is blocked by so many barriers. And there's so many things that divert it and move it and twist it and change it so that it cannot reach where it needs to go. But every now and then, every now and then, the grace finds its target and a miracle happens. And we shout for joy. But those miracles are not going to happen so long as we allow these false preachers and false prophets to shout to the rooftop that they alone know what God wants and that they alone can save us. God alone can save us. There is no other name under heaven other than the name of Jesus Christ by which men are to be saved, said the Apostle Paul. So, I'm sorry, but that name isn't yours, pastor, preacher, those who wish to call themselves prophets, even the bishops. It's not your name in which people are saved. It's in God's name. God's name. Hashem. The name of God. The name that is on our very breath every day as we breathe in and out. In and out. I hope the microphone picked that up. But we, we have to unite against this. We people of faith, we people of good faith, and I don't mean good faith as in we all believe the right things or we all believe the good things or we all believe the same things. That's not what people of good faith means. It means that we have all entered this cloud of mystery together and we are seeking to find answers together as we enter the great cloud of unknowing to find truth and life together. We, people of good faith, need to stand together and say that these idiots don't speak for us. These people who claim to speak for God and are causing harm do not speak for us. Because the more and more people like that are able to get the spotlight, the less the actual message gets out. That we are all one with God. That God is in us and we are in God. And that's true of everyone, regardless of faith. No, the truth is that God is love. And all who know love know God. That's the truth. And love of money doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't. This has been one of those things that's just worked me up. And I wanted to yell and I wanted to scream. And I've been kind of doing my other work too, but 
in deep prayer and meditation every day, trying to find what it is that I feel like we should be talking about, what I should be talking about, what we should be doing. And I believe that I have found, at least for me, some of those answers. And so I wanted to just bring this up, and I wanted to say it to you. God is a God of love. That's it. Do not test the Lord your God. That's not how any of this works. Until next time. I hope everything is well with you. I hope everything is well with you and your family and your friends and your loved ones. And that you are safe in these troubling, troubling times. May the peace of God be with you. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, down in the show notes you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. If you have any, if you'd rather hit me up on social media, head over to wisdomscry.com and you can find links to everywhere that I am. (laughs) All right. (sighs) Thank you all for everything that you've done. Thank you for your prayers over this very troubling time. And as always, let us end with a prayer. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, with Mary, our Holy Mother, and and Francis, our Seraphic Father, we pray that everyone in the sound of my voice will be healthy and whole, that we will find wisdom to walk the path, that we will find hope in dark times, and that on the other side, when we emerge on the other side, we will unite for the betterment of all humanity. Amen.